Oh, Alistair. Hi, yes, Alistair. Um, I was, I'm just here to plug Alistair Trombley Virtual's comedy festival, Alistair Trombley Virtual No Relation. Um, it's happening at the end of March and, and through April, and it's going to be at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, and tickets are available now. And if you just put those words, Alistair Trombley Virtual No Relation, into Google, or if you check in the link notes and if, to see if I've put it there... <laughs> <laughs> then you can uh, buy tickets and get uh, a front row seat, which everybody loves in a company fe- in a company show. <laughs> also, I appeared on Who Knew It with Matt Stewart, the best new game show in town. So get on to that. Andy, mm. should we do the o- opening music? Here we go. Alistair, everybody loves to perform comedy in the round. What about this? Comedy in the sphere. It's a new type of seating arrangement where now everybody's in the front row and it's just a ball of audience and you're there, I guess, suspended in an electromagnetic field hovering in the middle like a frog between some magnets. Have you seen that that hovering frog? No. Oh, well, um, we're going to use the same technology. It's also, I presume, what they use to get get that nuclear fusion thing. Were they doing um, it with sound? They're making it hover with sound? Uh, I, I believe the frog was genuinely suspended in um, in, a, in an electromagnetic magnetic field. Yeah, right. Is it because of the iron it, in its blood? It's because of the iron in its blood, Alistair. It was the um, striated iron frog. Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, <laughs> the show where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. Hmm. And How do you feel about comedy in the sphere? How would you like that? Uh, I do like comedy in the sphere. It's funny because I mm. was just the other day trying to think of a comedy in the, like, uh, something different to round. And I was like, in the mm. square. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think comedy, like, comedy in the round, that's two-dimensional. I think comedy in the line as well would be good, Ooh, where it's just a yeah. single row of audience, oh, like a, just but stretching oh, back. I thought you were on a, just walking on a beam. Sure. Oh, but oh, oh no! But you're <laughs> saying okay, so it's a line of a single line of audience, single you, single file, up and down. I didn't realize it was the shape. I thought it was oh, the shape I, of, I, of the I stage. Didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that you'd be. Um, uh, walking up and down the line, although that could be good as well. <laughs> I think they just recede into the distance, right? A nice yeah. linear. I mean, I think that would be a fascinating. No, nobody's on. Nobody, you know that. Nobody's sitting to your left or to the left or to the right of you. You can't see how other people next to you are reacting. So and this that is how far people are sitting from each other. <laughs> They're like that. People are over the horizon. <laughs> no, they're not sitting to the side of you. Yeah. They're sitting in front of and behind each oh, other. Oh, right, right. It's right, a right, line right. in that direction. <laughs> Sorry. I thought you meant like that that they're that they're, you know, it's a line, they're sitting next to each other, but they're so far away it doesn't seem like it. you can't see them. And he gets in one of those like uh, rocket cars. <laughs> Yeah, and he does his stand up, yelling out the window into a microphone. 
as he as he flies past them. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's a sort of out the window of a maglev train kind of thing. Yeah. When people talk about being able to make every audience laugh, you know, this is a big thing. I watch I watched um uh, Eddie Murphy and and Jerry Seinfeld and then comedians in cars getting co- coffee. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yesterday, right? And and they were talking about wanting. You know, you should be able to make every audience laugh. That should be your goal. Well, what about the audience that is just out the window of the maglev train as you zip past? That's right. That, every <laughs> who's, audience. Who's trying that? That's right. Like ones in very difficult frames of reference. Mm, mm. If your jokes don't work. <laughs> <laughs> 300 kilometers passing at 300 kilometers per hour. Yeah. They're not they're not real jokes. Yeah, they don't okay. they don't work. <laughs> you know you're not a you're not a true comedian. Yeah. Um um that's uh yep. I mean, um, you know, it's a good I guess I guess, you know, that's not really a storytelling kind of um night. You know that's really incentivizing set up I mean, punch. I suppose if the if the if the audience in the really long line had mm. one earphone in and they could hear a lot of it, but they only get to see you live <laughs> when you go by, yeah. sort of like the Olympic flame. Yeah, yeah sure. You know? <laughs> yeah, okay. And you just have this track that you go around all around the world. Mm. <laughs> I think the Olympic flame is a is a great, but it's a microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they should do that next next comedy festival. Yeah. Uh there should be that's a really good idea. Next Melbourne International Comedy Festival there should be a mic relay mm. where you're jogging along yeah. and handing the mic to the next performer and I guess they've got to run along and do a set. This is really Yeah. I think this is funny stuff. I think, this is a great ad a really that we can pitch to the comedy festival. The- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would you be able to make anybody laugh, assuming that you're passing by the audience, even at running speed? I, I you know, I feel like you could. Yeah, yeah I think, I think, it, I mean, it helps if you're doing shorter jokes. Mm. But uh, they mm. might just laugh at how much you're struggling to run. <laughs> And you talk hope? at the same time. You I hope. mean, you know, a laugh's a laugh. You got to take what you can get. Mm. Um, um, yeah, it's a nice linear audience experience. I think if you were on the maglev train version, I think that'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to play with the Doppler effect. Nobody's doing any comedy that works with the Doppler effect. That but, uses the Doppler effect. I had. I was mm. attempting a joke, but it's not really a joke. That is. Um, but it is about the Doppler effect, about how um, it feels like when the ambulance is coming towards you, um, it's a different song to when the ambulance is going leaving you. Because mm. it's like when it's coming, it's like... Uh, no, wait, no, I think I was, that's not the one I was going for. I was going for this one. Like that, and it's going. Mm. We have an emergency. We have an emergency. Get out of the way, like that. But then it goes, like that, and it's more like, "Sorry, we didn't make it. Sorry, we didn't get there." <laughs> but we're keeping the siren on. Yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta get there for legal reasons. Mm. Mm. Gotta go and tag them. Yeah, 
What's your best? What's your best impression of the Doppler effect? Uh, um, uh, 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 no, I've got nothing. I've got absolutely that nothing. Sounded like a, page, <laughs> a pager vibrating. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I uh, yeah, no. Look, I'm 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 not the I'm not the impressions guy on this podcast. People tune into this podcast for impressions, but no, I, they come in. They come to they 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 listen to you for the comedy, mm, and then they come mm, to me for the odd sound. Yes, everybody everybody loves the man of a thousand voices. Yeah, but I mean, what about the man of a thousand hang silences? On, hang on. <laughs> Man of a thousand vices, man of a thousand, thousand farts. Farts, did you say? Yes, I felt like that's some, that's where you were going in. No, I wasn't. I absolutely wasn't. I know I've been doing a bit of fart comedy recently, Alastair. Yeah. And I know you are silently and then also audibly De- judging me for silently it. Silently <laughs> and deadly judging me. <laughs> but also deadly judging me. Mm. <laughs> Um, um, no. Now so, let's see. I mean, no. with every, you know farting, yeah. uh, there you know they can be loud farts and they can be silent farts, right? Yeah, um, that's Andy, famously to... one of one of the things about farts. Yeah, uh, yes, and, uh, and but uh, then also uh, the the way in which you smell those farts can also be either silent, just a just normal breathing in, <laughs> or yeah. it could be uh, noisy where you go. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, that's how my kids. That's how my kids <laughs> sniffs in <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. good, Tucker. <laughs> um, so there are also silent noises, and you know, and a fart. I fart can stink, but then so can a nose. Mm. You know, say you've you've put got some blue cheese up there or something like that. Oh yeah, that's true. You're maturing it, maturing sort of like a soft cheese mm. in a dark mm. place. And where better than in the shade of a nostril, a nasal cavity? <laughs> it is the cavern of the of the body. I mean, if you I were, think. if you love to explore caverns, it's the safest one, I think, to mm. to go into. Is what is what is um uh. Picking your nose, if not um, amateur spelunking, not, if no, not amateur. What's the uh, what would be the word for it? Domestic, recreational, no, recreational. Ah, uh, um, close. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, DIY, personal. no. DIY. Um, um, we'll get back to you. Local, local spelunking. Uh, mm, no. Mm. Uh, re- regional, no, that's further out. <laughs> but every region, why do people call call them the regions when they're all regions? Everywhere's a region. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, the, he was regional. Yeah, I mean we're all regional, lady. <laughs> I mean, show me. I'd, I'd love to meet somebody who's not from a region. Yeah, someone that's exciting. Yeah, or doesn't occupy a region of any sort. Hmm. Regional, like, yeah, I guess a guy who is zero dimensional. Mm. Mm. Well, yes, or possibly uh, a gas, you know, 
can be found everywhere. And so, but then would be an awesome. Would be kind of be like national, just because because yeah. all the air is kind of connected, even though in a way it's yeah. all separate. But they'd, I mean, they'd be global. I mean, it's still a region. It's a region of the universe, isn't it? A region of the solar system. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it's good stuff. We got them there. Yeah, <laughs> we got that in person. I invented. I mean, sorry to talk about farts again, but you know how um, yeah. farting in an elevator. This would be a good experiment. Yeah. Right. Um, if you farting in an elevator is famously a bad thing, but I wonder if it's better to fart in an elevator that's going up or an elevator that's going down, because there would be changes in air pressure. Yeah. Over. In fact, I wonder if that's one of the things that causes people to fart more in elevators. Because uh, yeah, I wonder. the air pressure changes, but I think it's also a space that creates the illusion of being a private space sure. by, you know, you, you spend, you're very often in there on your own. You're only in there with the one other person and you think, well, this is basically like being alone. <laughs> well, you're, you're, I mean, a lot, you know, you could be in there by yourself. You're in a little box and you, you think, well, this is, this is privacy, but. I think you don't consider that people could. The whole point of it is that it's like a it's like a pass the parcel, yeah. you know. And you also just don't have any sort of uh, vision as to unless you're in one of those glass elevators, but as to mm. how many people may be about to get on or get yes. off. I mean, you know that yes, you got on kind by of yourself. Ga- <laughs> it's kind of gambling, isn't it? Yeah. You like you feel like you could get lucky, and you're yeah. chasing that uh, that rush. Getting out before there, you know, you got to you got to get out before there are any um, before you lose big time. Andy, have I ever proposed the idea of a sh- of a show like a, a sort of a series where mm-hmm. it's a an improv troupe that was doing a very important show in front of some very important people, but but at the same time, some people from like organized crime ended up on stage and these people didn't realize that they weren't other actors in this improv yes. thing and then they also acted as uh, as uh, sort of organized crime people mm. and then in the scene yeah and then and yeah. and, and the other organi- and the real organized crime people believed that they were their own kind of yes. organized crime group and then yes. they suddenly got involved in organized crime. But I think this is a really great uh, concept for a film. I think it'd be especially a great concept for a film in the nineties. But I think it's even better. Uh, you know, it, it it could be it could be just as good now. Well, and I I can set it in the nineties if you think. That's <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and I'll go to release um, it in the nineties. Yeah, forget it. I'm not going to say the two thousand nineties. I think. You're not going to say that. That's no, great. I'm not going to say but, that. So, but is your idea that that maybe the so the, the the organized crime figures they they don't know the person is an improviser. I think the person who is an improviser they're going along with this scene with these organized crime people. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, maybe it is even just that like two two improv people are rehearsing a scene in a room together. You know, they're practicing improv. Right. And 
and the mafia people come into the room. Now, the improv people were expecting more mafia, uh, more improvisers yeah. to show up at this workshop. Yeah. Okay. The mafia people have come into the wrong room. They think that they're in the middle of a scene. Maybe they're even doing a mafia scene. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, and the yeah. mafia people come in and then they're in this thing. And the improv people will realize very soon what's happened. Right. But. The mafia people don't realize what's happened, and maybe by that point they've already already revealed something. So there's no chance for the improv people to get out of the scene, to cut, to, to edit, to stop the scene, right? Because yeah. they already know now. They already know too much, and now they're relying on their improv skills to continue this facade that yeah. they are. And, and I think that maybe there's also somebody in the audience. <laughs> they were like they were like auditioning for something. And so maybe mm. they they were like, I just we just need to not break. This is our one opportunity to get onto this late night comedy mm. show. Mm. Mm. So they just have to go with whatever comes, right? Mm. And so they've got a they've got a a, a, a a need to please the important people in the audience, and they've got a need mm. to um, suddenly, like, yeah, keep keep it going with these with these mafia, and then suddenly it just gets kind of more serious. Maybe they like them. Maybe they, they maybe mm. they. <laughs> Uh, maybe they they don't like them, but there's something that then gets them involved in organized crime a little bit, or they do one job, or they with, with them. <laughs> yeah, you I know, think that's a really great concept. Yeah. Well, well, I'll just write it down. I didn't. I don't know if I'd ever brought that up, but. Um, yeah. Yes, and what? What? Yeah, I'm trying to think what you could call it. Long form. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and scene yeah it's a little bit it has a little bit of the danger of um because then they could also get up new members could, of the this troop this is what you'd call it you'd call it crime scene oh that's a possibility yeah yes i love it when things are a possibility crime <laughs> crime and scene no <laughs> that doesn't quite crime scene work um, crime scene Improvisers. Crime scene. I mean, what about it? this? Uh, an improviser who is <laughs> an improv comedian. Yeah. Or just an improviser who is hired by the um, the you know the FBI, the police, mm. because of their incredible improv skills. Yeah. To infiltrate. <laughs> what about this? Yeah. It's. Fast and the Furious, but instead of being a street racing gang, it's improvisers, right? And um, the the improvisers, right? Because yeah. because in in Fast and the Furious, they're using their their um, street racing skills to hijack um, uh, cars and that sort of thing, right? Uh, hijack trucks and steal DVD players. At least in the first film, <laughs> by the last one, they're flying literal spaceships. <laughs> <laughs> rescue the earth, wait, wait, but, wait. <laughs> but I, I, in my one, yeah, right. They it's it's a it's a crime improv troupe. So this is a different, separate idea to your one. I'm not yeah. trying to change your idea it's, at it's all. It's fine, Eddie. It's fine. You can change. This ideas. is a, this is a crime. Uh, they're 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 a crime group, but they're also improvisers, and they use their improv skills to trick their way into into banks, into you know situations, and then and then steal money. You know they pretend to be characters and that yeah, sort of yeah, thing, yeah. right? So, and and do heists. This is like that. Um, okay. Now you see me or whatever. But mm, I thought I thought that mm. was magicians doing yeah 
doing heists yeah. or maybe it was magicians <laughs> trying to stop heists i can't remember i think it was i think it might have been magicians doing heists yeah but this is improv they're, improv they're improvisers yeah yes. improvisers and and then uh and then much like um Paul Walker's character. There's a cop who also does a bit of improv on the side. Yeah, right. At a at a this is a, at a non crime improv troupe thing, yeah. and then they get recruited <laughs> to try and infiltrate the crime improv improvisers. I think that's a, that's really fun. It's um, it's yeah, it's the same movie as Point Break as well. It uh, is. It is. It is. He goes with them to more and more extreme yeah. improv competitions. Yeah, great. I love it. Improving whilst jumping out of a plane. That's I mean that's stupid. But that's... No, I mean we'll save that up for the, the third or fourth film of in the course. franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they're like driving tanks on ice or whatever. Like the mm. the ones are in the Fast and the Furious. Mm. I haven't seen Beyond. I don't think I've seen Fast and the Furious 2, maybe. I I mean, people talk about it being really great. Like, people say, you know, about it un, being unapologetically really good. Yeah. These uh, The new films are great. And it's like this beloved franchise now. I tried to watch one of the most recent films. And it's just, I found it just completely repulsive. Yeah. <laughs> just awful crap. So... Anyway, but people like it, and that's really nice. Good <laughs> Just let it be what it is. Let it be. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's something. It's it caters to a specific audience. I mean, Andy, you don't really have any kind of care for for automobiles, do you? I don't think, but I don't think that's the audience. I don't think. I don't think that's that is the case. I mean, that's partially I think there's it. Lots I know people really got into like NOS and things like that. Yeah, and doing it used up their to be cars. that. But now everyone says it's not about NOS. Everyone says it's about family. Right. So it's a family movie. <laughs> mm. Right, right, right. Um, well, you see, that's because I haven't seen it. I hadn't real. I hadn't realized how much it had evolved. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a big deal now. They the NOS they're inhaling it to um, to make themselves more joyful in family situations yeah. uh, to give birth. <laughs> Because I think is, is so they could have a more oxide? family. Is it just nitrous oxide? I think it might be. I never. I didn't know that NOS might also like. Can it make you run really fast as well, or do you have to burn it? Uh, I, I can't. I, I don't. I don't know about that. I do also like the idea of a Fast and the Furious film where they're running <laughs> instead of driving cars. It's a bunch of sprinters. <laughs> sprinters running alongside trucks. Yeah, so they're they're racing trucks. <laughs> yeah, and maybe it's yep. all over very short distances because you know, like yeah. run, runners are kind of good over you know fifty meters or whatever like that. Absolutely, but trucks are a little bit slow to start, but they are very uh, you know uh, they have mm. gigantic engines, so they should still win. Mm. You know. Um, yeah, well, they got yeah. You know, they have that huge mass. They need to accelerate. So when when they're just leaving the 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 layover or whatever the yeah. service station, that's when they're vulnerable to these packs of roaming sprinters. Yes, well, you know, sometimes maybe, they might just maybe get this is by in them. a future where the Australian Institute of Sport has collapsed. The Olympics no longer exists, and there's all these idle no sprinters. There's no yeah. more money, so yeah. they're. Using their skills for crime. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm running it down. Okay, furious, but yes. sprinters. <laughs> While I write, I often just say yes, yes. Mm. Um, I think the, I like that. Um, for some reason, I just pictured in my head. The thing that came up while I was speaking was um, sometimes I I also think about other things while I'm talking, Andy. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, was uh, where is this guy going to finish so I could say my thing? <laughs> it's the fast and the furious, but for guys who are really fast at chopping carrots. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> That's what you were thinking. Yeah, and yeah. there's no way in which oh we'll do pink slips for each other's knives. <laughs> Uh, I mean, street chopping. I think I think there's something to that. I kind of like the idea of like a maybe an almost. Um, it's more of a step up, step up, right? Sure, yeah. I mean, competitive uh, carrot eating. <laughs> something that you can't swallow whole. You can't really because mm. it's not soft and it won't just easily go down your esophagus. Mm, but sorry, sure. you go, go into your step up idea because I, I like oh, the no, way I that mean, you're like, going to find you know, art it's, but it's But it's street food, right? And it's this sort of scene where I guess chefs, you know, young chefs, hot young chefs get together in, in alleyways or whatever with a little, you know, portable barbecue or whatever. They have showdowns to, to cook the best meal. To cook the best carrot. A, you know, yeah. It's, it's Okay, it can, it can be carrots if you want. <laughs> but it's this scene, this is underground scene, and now and then that, and then that line you got served. Yeah. That'll be even more apt because it'll be a dish of carrots. Because they'll be serving dishes of carrots, exactly. Yes, a root vegetable. Oh yeah, a root vegetable that feels like it's 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 the closest to a fruit of any of the root vegetables. Yeah, I mean, if because if, if, if only it, if only yeah, I mean it's it's. It's sweet. It's not as sweet as a fruit, but I think it would be more fruit-like because it's got a good firmness, like a sort of a, a you know, a, an unripe pear, but it doesn't mm. go real soft and kind of really sweet and juicy, sort of like a, you know, like a pear or an apple or something like that. Hey, that's true. It does go floppy. <laughs> that's their version. Yeah. And really unpleasant to eat. Yeah. Well, they go, they go bendy like that, don't yeah. they, the carrots? Yeah. A nice bendy carrot. Bend it like. I'm sure. Old carrot. <laughs> Bend it like. I'm sure that bag there are. carrot. <laughs> That's the I'm new sure. Bend it like Beckham film. All right. <laughs> Bend it like bag carrot. <laughs> but I wonder if that bendiness of the carrot. <laughs> I wonder if that bendiness. <laughs> that bendiness of the carrot. Because if, if that is a form of cooking in itself, you know, like when you let a yeah. uh, meat It'll sort of go a bit uh, hang and go a bit gamey or whatever that starts the breaking down of some of the meat molecules or whatever. Or when you cook something in vinegar, which I don't believe is really cooking, but apparently people claim that it is. You could cook fish in vinegar or whatever. Like, it seems like raw fish to me. Tastes exactly like raw fish. And they're like, no, it's been cooked in vinegar. I don't think that's really consensus yeah, cooking. But whatever, li- if you say you're juice. the chef, you cooked in lime, just yeah. don't really think that doesn't feel like cooking to me. Doesn't taste cooked. But <laughs> if you say so, whatever. But... <laughs> Um, is is a carrot going floppy like that? Is that its own form of cooking? Could we introduce the crisper, the 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 neglected crisper, 
as a new way of cooking vegetables. You know, two weeks mm. in the crisper. You know where else? And it goes also, like that. You know where else they would experiment with is in is in the school bag or work bag. Mm. You know, sure. You, know, you go oh with a with a two week old uh, mm-hmm. bag aged sandwich. <laughs> bag aged. Yeah. A bag aged in my bag edge. In my bag edge. Mm, my baggage. Oh, baggage. My baggage. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, anyway. <laughs> now, okay, wait, should I write some of that down? Wait, this should be, oh yeah, it's, um, wait, it's uh, floppy. Floppy carrot cooking? Floppy carrot. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Cooking. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you had no, your but- theory that if you um, cook anything long enough, it'll go soft and bendy like a noodle. Yeah. You know, does that also apply to the crisper? If I left a few steel, little steel rods in my crisper for long enough, when they come out, will they eventually be floppy? Yeah. Are there any floppy metals? Um, Tin? Maybe. Or lead? Lead is pretty floppy. Maybe lead is kind of floppy, isn't it? All right. Well, there you go. Depends on how how thin you you bend it. You know, you you, you sort of stretch it or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Old backpacks. Aging. Um, yeah. What are you? What were you looking at just then? I wasn't. I wasn't looking at anything. I was. I was thinking. Uh, Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at Bluenile dot com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. About, you know, a big sheet, a sheet of lead. Yeah. and I'm Trying to run through how, it. Uh... No. Okay. No. But I was thinking about how, like, if it was really, um, you know, it, it you could have a really thick bit of lead, right? Yeah. This isn't interesting, by the way, so don't get your hopes up. Yeah. But your foot thick, right? That seems like a thick piece of lead. But then if that piece of lead was really wide, if it was a huge sheet, you know, it's 200 metres long and a foot thick, you know, it seems a bit thin now. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing. It's nothing. But what, what uh, about if you did have like a like a you know let's say like a thing that's a, a, a sheet of lead that's about maybe mm. like a centimeter thick, mm-hmm. but you string it up onto the springs of a trampoline, right? Okay. Now, what happens if you bounce on that? Like assuming that the uh, that the trampoline springs could hold that weight, including yours. Yes. Um, yes. Does it? Is that soft to land on? It's, yeah, that's interesting. I feel like you might just go straight through it. Yeah, because yeah, would it bend? Would it flex like like the? You're saying would it flex like the the well, sort of cloth? It would dent the, probably. It would dent like would uh, dint. you know, like a like a gold metal that you bite into or whatever. Mm. Um, it's a great analogy, by the way. <laughs> Yeah. It's a great analogy. Like another soft metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I do. How would I describe Here. the way in which this soft metal dents? Okay. Well, right. I suppose like the denting of a 
of a different coloured soft metal. <laughs> Andy, it's almost the perfect analogy. It's by almost not being... the perfect. And the only way I think it could have been more perfect is if you were comparing it to itself. It's like, so, so then just plug in this plug. Uh, if you don't know how to do it, it's very much like plugging in another plug. <laughs> Think about that. <laughs> okay. If you can't visualize that, try and visualize plugging in a different plug. A okay? third plug. <laughs> now, how? try and make that, that, that plug that you're envisaging. Make it, make it try. Imagine it was really similar to this plug. Now you're getting close. Okay. Now, okay. Now, here's how you cut this steak. All right. Mm. Now, uh, stick your fork... Uh, into it and hold the steak down. Now grab your knife and move it back and forth, like a like a knife that you are moving back and forth in, on a steak. <laughs> yeah. See, this is what is this? What is this world we're creating? It's, uh, we're creating uh, the no imagination the, world. No imagination world. <laughs> yeah. The um, early days of metaphor. The <gasps> a, I forgot about that idea, but um, I've been wanting to write a, this a, this bit for years. Which is mm. imagine the first person to do wordplay. Yeah, you know. Okay. And then they what were, was he thinking? You know. Yeah. Well, like, because that he would have like, I don't know. It would have been. I don't know. I can't remember exactly how how I wanted it to go, but the idea of like he's just going like, and so Patrick put peppers uh, over, you know, on. You know, I don't know. He's just he goes, he keeps saying p words, and he goes, mm. well, that's that's weird. And then and then they kind of like maybe they they say something. He goes, yeah, when you when you say that, it makes me think of like like air, like coming out of like a uh like a like a mouth he's like whoa you put images in my head that's like a bum <laughs> i don't know i can't i don't have it right now yeah but i mean the first guy to try wordplay would have yeah so you know what what is What's an example of a pun? I can, I'm now like on the spot trying to think of a single pun, and um, I can't think of any of them. Um, um, that's a lot of pun. That's a lot of pun. So rather than that's a lot of fun. I guess so. I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and uh, what about what about I I wish Donald Trump would come over to my house. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean, what would if you had no understanding of of wordplay, if wordplay didn't exist, and somebody said that? Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd just assume they said the wrong word. Would you yeah. laugh? When did people start laughing at that sort of thing? Yeah, because I guess it it, it it would initially just feel like a mistake, and then then you laugh because mm. it it because it, there's this uh, there's this uh, superposition. Of the thing that you mm. know they were trying to say, mm. and because Another. it's close enough, and yeah. then the actual thing that they said, but 
But then that one also yeah. has a joke in it because it kind of, for some reason, I guess references a what somebody would call a, you know, like I guess it makes it sound like this guy is making fun of the man for his hair situation. His hair situation, yes. Um, I'm not uh, conscious or uh, smart enough right now to um, to make anything of this idea. But the first guy to ever use puns, I'm interested in it. Yeah, because I guess... I mean, because language at the time, you know, language would have been a really functional thing. It would have been this amazing tool, right? And it would have enabled so much of um, progress and, you know... Uh, you know, the very idea of communication would have enabled human society, right? But you've got this incredible a, but, tool and, and, that and, and, is wait, language. Wait, wait, and, wait, wait, but mm. put a lot of mimes out of work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> they would have been furious. Oh man, language, the fucking hell! That was it. That, was, w- the, that was the end for them. <laughs> yeah, they wouldn't shut up about it. No, you ba- you barely see one a year. Um. What? Okay. Sorry. So that is like when the talkies came into cinema, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah. When they saw people talking, and then what? What you know? I get or like when the tailors. Because it was the tailors who were the Luddites, right? They were the people who, when they started to have industrial sewing machines, they went into sewing factories and or um, weaving factories and they smashed up all the machines because they thought they were going to put the tailors out of work. Yeah. And the mimes, you know, when they saw people Talking. using the spoken word. <laughs> this language that they, they didn't were, even want to learn. They just knew that people were communicating like without having to move their hands, their mm, bodies, mm, without <laughs> without needing mimes. Yeah. Before before that, they would just have a ever each uh, each posse would just have a mime <laughs> guiding mm. it, taking it places, exp- explaining through mime what they're off going off to do. I think um, there. Uh, I'm trying to like then do a thing with like. In Australia, we have mining billionaires, and mining is a really big industry. Yes. And I'm wondering what it would be like if it was all miming instead. (laughs) Working in the mimes. I'm a mimer. Mm. I'm a mimer, yeah. I'm throwing out so many things that go absolutely nowhere at this point. So, but where where, where were you heading? I I know I, 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 I... Andy, I think we've got you know talking, putting mimes out of work, is an mm. idea. Um, when you yeah. were when you were going talking about language, it's a tool. It's this mm. incredible oh, thing. Oh yeah, right. Well, that's yeah, that's the idea. Like you know, that you, it's this it's, it's this fantastic thing, and then to use it for a two wordplay is to deliberately misuse this incredible tool. It is like um, somebody has uh, invented. I don't. Um, what a, a new a, a, the, taking a book right taking a book this incredible communication thing and using it to wipe their ass or something sure. like that or you know or paper i suppose paper which is a uh, would be a better comparison the paper is this te- communication technology that um you know that enables information 
to to flow, and then somebody is like, if we made this a little bit softer, I could wipe my ass with it as well. Uh, <laughs> so the person who's invented paper, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's a funnier place. I mean, that is a, real, place that is a very to be. that is a very funny place. Um, the guy he, he like he worked in almost like a you know like a book factory or something like that or like a you know it's like because they're they're getting well, they're getting documents out they're getting pieces of paper out so that there can be they can print like you know the law on it mm. and uh, you know philosophy and sort of mm. uh, you know finally we can pull people out of poverty by using the printed word uh, <laughs> yeah. to you know, distribute knowledge and culture knowledge, and knowledge you know, yeah people won't be able to gate keep knowledge as much because now we'll be able to just pass it from person to person yeah. these, yeah. uh you know it's, we're no longer stuck in the oral tradition <laughs> and then one of the guys is like yeah but if this was a tiny bit so- softer i could get my ass a bit cleaner it would be so itchy all the time <laughs> i could scrape the i could also use this to scrape the shit off my ass <laughs> 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 those are the I said those are the two things you could really do with paper. Those are the two main uses. And now with you know digital, everything's going paperless, right? Yeah. That one that that, that one about the knowledge that's going to fall off, and it'll paper will only be for wiping our asses. That'll be yeah. the single thing that it's for. <laughs> it's a real. That's the only reason we cut down on the hard times. I don't know why. Uh, you know, assuming we stop using wood to build things. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We'll also build everything. Well, we'll all be in the metaverse, so everything will be built out of. Uh, the uh, only reason we will have to come into the real world is to wipe our asses. That's the only reason that reality will exist, because the metaverse will be so appealing. The only time we'll need to contact the physical plane will be for wiping our bumholes. That's right, because <laughs> our bumholes will be so f- f- filthy with <laughs> digital gunk. <laughs> yeah. All the digital shit that we've been eating. I mean, you know, digital yeah. food and stuff. Well, yeah, Assume, I mean, well, maybe the food the is piped yeah. into our bodies yeah, with a, a tube, but yeah. we still need. And that, I think that's a great idea. You know, in, in this future, the only reason that the physical realm exists, the only reason you would enter this, this what what once was everything, the entirety of reality, the only reason that is for, is for bum-wiping. <laughs> the physical reality only exists like and so they've yeah. got a they've got us you know and and they're they're in a, a a point now where they are now becoming aware that the sun is soon going to explode mm. and they need to stop that happening so they have a place to go and wipe their butts <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and then i uh, then these people these cr- oh this is a great idea these creatures that live in this fully digital metaverse thing yeah. They have to. I mean, it's kind. I guess it's kind of a bit matrixy, but they have to come back to this physical realm that we've just neglected, right? Yeah. To try and stop the suffering swelling, and and all we've been doing is is just shitting here <laughs> <laughs> for thousands of years. And yeah, they'll be like, you know, aliens will show up and go, "You haven't done anything with your society because <laughs> we've just managed to." Somehow just get chips in our head and that's all that seems yeah. to be here. That and rolls of toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, 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 anyway. we, we, are, we had predicted how much toilet paper we would need for the next eternity. Mm. And we made it all so that everybody could enter the, the metaverse. <laughs> 
Yeah. And we stockpiled it. We've we've just basically figured it out so that you could just pipe it well, pipe it into each house. But basically all you gotta do is mm. you just gotta get the end of the roll mm. through the pipe <laughs> into your house and then you just pull on it from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we have centralized like we would have once had centralized water or whatever. We don't like, have that anymore. No. I mean maybe we need that as well. But we I guess if you made a toilet uh, yeah. paper that you could eat and drink. Oh, that's a really enough, good idea. You know, it's like it's they're wet wipes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wet wipes that you can eat. Yeah. As well. It's a really good idea. Man, that's that's the that's the that's the holy trinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What would you make it out of? What what would it be? A sort of a, a coconut pasta? Uh, it's probably going to be soybeans. I think. Uh, probably. You're, let's be realistic. Let's yeah. be realistic. <laughs> um, you know they seem to be able to do almost anything with soy. It's the carbon mm. of the of the uh, yeah of the vegetable world. You know, it's the most versatile. Bean. I don't mm-hmm. know what it what mm-hmm. it is. Oh, it's in, this, for, in the it's same incredible. way that sort of hemp seems to be the the thing that you go to if you're trying to make uncomfortable clothes. <laughs> yes. You know? um, soy. You can know you can make imitation meat with soy. Mm, it's true. I wonder if they would try any other beans. Could you? You know, think of all the th- all the possibilities that kidney beans could do, or or ber- berlotti. Berlotti. Imagine cannelloni. Imagine. Or pinto. Oh, pinto. Could be. Nobody's looking at the pinto. Everybody's working on this soy. You know, like maybe you could, you know, if you could make fake meat with with soy, maybe you can make fake rocks with pinto. Can you? (laughs) You know, like like building materials. There's a bean for everything. There's There's a a bean for everything. Is anyone investigating any of the other beans? Can we get milk out of any of the other beans? Yeah. yeah, Surely. You know, what about uh, red bean? Mm. You know, you can can have that. I mean, that's one that we already know you can make a dessert from. That's already insane. You can make something that closely approximates a dessert with red bean. Yeah, but it's not not like another thing. It's just itself. It's just a bean. That's not... not, Well, it's been mushed. I don't think it's... It's not doing its transformative thing that soy does. Sure, 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 sure. Soy, soy is a is a shapeshifter. The, Sh- shapeshifter. It's the, it's, it's the ditto. It's the ditto. It's the Michael of the Winslow world. of beans. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. It's the it's the bean of a thousand. Uh, <laughs> it's the bean of a thousand shapes of a thousand. Yeah. Forms. Elements, forms. A thousand foods. A thousand foodstuffs. Maybe, but it maybe a fake rock. Maybe fake rock one day. Yeah, butter bean sure. maybe. Um, Andy, I've, I've technically written down quite a few things. Mm. Should we go to three words from a listener? Okay. Now I don't know if I've mentioned this on this podcast before, but we have listeners, and some of them can join our Patreon. They can give three dollars, and and then they can submit suggestions uh, from a listener well usually them mm. and today's listener is Santeri Rickonen yes I'm sure that's how he likes his name pronounced Santeri uh, Rickonen recently joined the discord yes, where it's all it's been, happening it's been lovely everything is happening in the discord if you join 
you will make even more things happen and then it makes it more joyous. Mm. Um, recently, the members of the Discord uh, all together created a an episode of Two in the Think Tank by <laughs> coming up with five sketch ideas. And then, and then Andy provided three words from an Andy or Alistair. Yeah. And then they came up with a sketch idea based off of Andy's three words. These are the kind of things. If you get that, that was in the general, in the general uh, section. So if Chat. you're looking to scroll up and find that, get in there. It's in the show notes, the link to the Discord. You know, maybe you don't listen. Maybe you don't use Discord. That this is your entry point. Then you could be in all the discords. Maybe you'll start being in the discords for NFTs. You know, mm-hmm. but sometimes people just message me randomly asking me to look at their NFTs. Yeah, anyway. what's that like? Oh, it's good. It's good. Sorry, I mean very good. Did you ever sell any of your NFTs that you made of the numbers from one to ten? <laughs> I did to one to fifty. I think my red one numbers. Uh, yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't checked. It was on the Solana thing, so it didn't really use it, which isn't like an energy uh, draining uh, chain, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't. As far as I know, I didn't sell any. Um, so maybe one day. It's a real shame. Yeah, it would have been nice to make a lot of money for a stupid <laughs> thing that didn't wasn't worth buying. Um, do you want to try and guess what the three words from a... Oh, sorry. Uh, Centauri wrote Lispener. A Lispener. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, uh, sure. Uh, the first word is throughput. You know, I like the length that you added to that. I do like the length. Okay. And that is the closest thing to any... <laughs> Anything resembling being close to this word? No, I'm sorry. The first word is statistician. Statistician. Okay. Statistician. Um, nursery? Ugh, yuck. <laughs> um, no idea. I'm sorry. It's specificities. Statistician specificities. Serendipity is the final word. Serendipity. Gosh, Andy, that's a great guess. That's a great guess. And it is incorrect. The third word is suspension. Statistician. Yeah. What's the second word? Specificities. Specificities. <laughs> suspension. And suspension. Yeah, wow. Oh, I but, mean, but wait, but if this is from a lispener. Do you think that then that means that the way that Santeri wants this read is statistician, specificities, suspension? <laughs> it could be, yeah. I mean, I was thinking about statisticians. Uh, yeah, I think there's lots of jokes about statisticians, but like um, you can imagine a statistician yeah. who has um, married an underage wife. Okay. Um, she's... <laughs> She's um, I mean, this, fourteen. This, okay, this, this is it's I mean, awful. I'm not this, condoning this kind of look, behavior. Wait, can, can I can I write a, say a line that I wrote <laughs> yes. yesterday? I mean this this gal's even underaged in dog years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes, sure. And uh, but then he also has another wife 
Yeah. Um, and she's 45, right? And on average. And he, yeah, he argues in a court of law that statistically speaking, his wife is uh, 29. <laughs> he he is married, statistically speaking, to on average 29-year-olds. <laughs> yes. Now, what's the best thing about 29-year-olds? Huh? There's 20 of them. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Oh. Andy, I hate it. I hate it too. Yeah. But, oh, no. but it's I a mean, funny joke. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you could say that. You know what? You could say that when you were bringing your year nine class. Oh, your, no, not your year nine class. What would, what grade would they be in? Uh, the great, Your grade four class when you're getting all the kids back onto the bus. Yeah. Right? You had 20 in your class, and then at the, after the day at the zoo, you get them back onto the bus. There's still 29-year-olds. <laughs> and you get them on the bus That's and you good. say... You know what's good about 29-year-olds? You, you know year olds? what's good about 29? They're, they're mature and they know how to have sex. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've had life experience, you know, and they've sort of they're no longer in that phase where they're kind of yeah. a bit... Exactly. A bit overly hopeful and they've mm. kind of they're a bit <laughs> you know, and often they'll they're happy to drink with you a lot. <laughs> mm. Statistician specificity What was the last word? Suspension. He was saying that to, to a bunch of nine year olds, to twenty of yeah, nine year olds. Yeah, right? no, <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. There's no there's no getting out of this one. There's no one <laughs> Um <laughs> Um, the a statistician, you know, like because they find very specific statistics, right? But mm. what about statistics that are very general? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what if we averaged all statistics, right? Mm. All, <laughs> what is the average oh, statistic? Very, yeah, all the statistics in the world. I'd love to know what's the what's the average what's the most common statistic. statistic? <laughs> What's the average statistic? The average statistic is about <laughs> 35%. I mean, on could be, could be. Maybe it's 50%. You don't know. So. We don't know. I don't know yet. <laughs> I mean, Andy, I'm just making a guess. I'm making an... Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm doing a ballpark figure on ballpark mm, figures. Sure. We can refine it later on. Actually, the average ballpark figure is about is is I would say about fifty mm. percent off being correct. I <laughs> I have a um I have a ballpark figure. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'm enormously I'm, I'm sort of, round. I have a ballpark figure. I'm kind of a sort of empty in the middle and kind of. <laughs> Diamond. I have got an empty, sort of a diamond-shaped emptiness mm. inside me. Yeah, oh. people gather around me and cheer. <laughs> gather around and, my ex- my extremities, and both of my sides are foul. Mm. Yes, either side of me. That's because of the if you sort of the big hole that was put in me and all the edges going gangrenous. That's right. Correct. That's what would happen if um, a guy was hit by a a diamond shaped cannonball. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, 
Was any of this a sketch? Wait, what was the first one you said about statisticians? Oh, the thing about him having two wives and statistically speaking. Um, I mean, look, that's, a, that's definitely something okay. you can write down. Uh, sure. Things you could write down. Five things you could write down. Statistic and then, Ian. And also the average statistic. The average statistic? That's something. Yeah. Come on. What is the average? I'd love to speak to a stat- statistician. <laughs> so, what do you think is the average statistic? Yeah. <laughs> so finally, I can speak to an expert on this. No, you've you've looked at statistics your whole life, right? <laughs> what is the average statistic? It's a really funny idea. Um, you might be able to you might be able to do it. You might be able to get a computer to do it. Maybe we could do it. Find it out with AI. Find all the statistics on the internet and average them all out. They won't all be in the same units. That's the problem. But maybe we could find a way to average the units as well. What's halfway between a kilogram yeah. and a meter? What's the, That's yeah, what's what I the average know. unit? Well, they're not all the same thing. But yeah, what's the average unit? Yeah. Somewhere between, wait, a kilogram and, and what a did, meter. And a meter or like a, yeah, like a parts mm. per million. Mm. Yeah, that's a, good st- that's a good unit. Yeah, I like that. Um, Andy, I think we can wrap it. What do you tr- what do you picture when you try and imagine something halfway between a kilogram and a meter? Oh, what do you it's picture? So hard. It? Okay, <laughs> it's so hard. Okay, so it's because so I'm picturing a lot of things, a lot of dots amongst other things, and then I'm picturing that stuff kind of getting in the in the spectrum between them. I'm basically mm. picturing that stuff getting closer together and then into like a into like a, an ingot that weighs exactly mm. one kilogram. Mm. And so somewhere I'm picturing bet- a metal right angled triangle. Wow. Metal. I'm picturing. Yeah. Right angle. Triangle. Yeah. But I mean, maybe you're right. I mean it feels like it's not dotty enough for parts per million. No. But no, I wasn't doing anything with parts per million. I was just doing halfway between a kilogram and a meter. Oh, I thought we were. I was. We were doing halfway between a kilogram and parts per million. No, you weren't listening to what I was saying. Well, Andy, maybe you weren't listening to what you were saying. That's anyway. Also everybody, very don't rewind and listen to that. It was you <laughs> that you out. were the one who wasn't saying what I was listening to. <laughs> <laughs> it's good, Andy. You would make nobody a great, is innocent, Andy. Here. You would make a good seven-year-old child. Um, It takes two to fail to communicate You know that, right? Write that line down somewhere Maybe I could write it here on this pad (laughs) It was was you Who wasn't saying what I was listening to Wasn't saying What I was was listening listening to to. Alright, now I'm not super looking forward to hearing back the sketches But uh, well, we've it's got, part of how we do this, so yeah. let's go. So I've got comedy in the sphere. <laughs> it's, or there's also the examples of, you know, it's just we're just looking for other theater options, you know, and there's also the line, yes. the, the long line that you perform to from a, a moving Shinkansen as you travel mm. around the world in Yella. Mm. Uh, then there's the comedy Olympic torch race, but it's a mic. 
and you're heading to uh, you know the comedy festival and it's got to maybe travel all the way down from the top of Australia or maybe all the all the suburbs of Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we've got. Uh, the you, impro- maybe you're all telling the one joke. That'd be good if you were all telling like the Aristocats or whatever. Yeah, the Aristocats. And the last person the Aristocats. Aristocrat. Did I say the Aristocat cats? It sounded like that, but it's fine if you didn't. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they say that when they get into the uh, into the comedy club. That's yeah, they deliver the punchline. Really the aristocrats. Oh, the amount of foul things that family would do before it got there. <laughs> I think the the fictional family would actually come into existence to kill <laughs> every comedian. Yeah, just because of the atrocities that they had put them through. These mm. fictional people. Um, all right, then we've got the improv organized crime uh, mm. thing that where they get involved accidentally get involved in organized crime and then suddenly they're like, well, looks like we have to keep going with this, have to keep up this facade. Then we got the improv heist group uh, and it's like a kind of a fast and the furious but improv troops situation. And we've got really fast and the furious that. but sprinters. <laughs> <laughs> we got this floppy carrot cooking. It's the floppy lettuce, old crisper, old backpack aging kind of uh, restaurant <laughs> that uses uh, the, the softening of foods over long periods of time to cook as a cooking technique, as its signature. Then we've got talking, uh, who put a lot of, talking which put a lot of mimes out of work. Mm, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, then we got a guy. They think, they think it'll, the mimes think it'll never catch on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why would you want to talk yourself when... You could just have one guy communicate everything for you guys. Uh, Then we got guy at the paper factory who realized this paper, which is used for knowledge and stuff, uh, would be great for wiping asses. (laughs) And then we've got the statistician who has a 14-year-old and 45-year-old wives, and he argues that on average he has a 29-year-old wife. He has 29-year-old wives. And then what is the average statistic? Andy, we did it. We did it. Andy, I had fun. I hope you had fun. I had a good time too. I, brought thank in, you, I had to bring in a few off-pod ideas today because we were both a bit not 100%, you know. You did great. Andy, I thought you did great. And um, boom, now we're going to music boom, our way out of here. Boop. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate that you do that thing. Yeah, um, you can find us on the, that Twitter at Alistair yeah. TB, and he's at Stupid Old Andy. We're, you know, you can review us on on uh, Apple Podcasts. You know, somebody did it Absolutely. January first, gave us a little boost, started the year really good. I've also started having, Bam! Andy, I've started having cold showers like a psycho. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and it's the thing that I've I've actually like tricked myself. As well, because I genuinely feel good all the time. I mean, I've stopped drinking as well, but <laughs> and I have been exercising. But I think it's that cold shower, baby. Whatever it takes, Alistair. Yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. Exactly. Whatever, whatever little trick you want to do. Momentarily, I'm feeling good, believing. so I'm gonna I'm That's gonna so go great. with it. Um, thank you so much for listening, and how we we love. love. Bye-bye, je t'aime. Au revoir. 
Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.